Welcome to the Mount Pisgah Student Life Podcast, where we will talk about all that God is doing right here in our ministry. I'm your host, Caroline McClendon, and I'm one of the youth pastors here at Mount Pisgah. We have incredible events throughout each week where we gather together to learn about Jesus and grow in community. We've created this podcast to help fill in the moments in between and meet you where you're at. It's designed to be short messages that you can listen to on your way to school or while you're getting ready. It will also be an easy way for you to share with your friends and family. We will post weekly episodes that share stories, wisdom, and truth that God has placed on the hearts of our students. And we will post all the messages from the house on Wednesday nights and each of our retreats. We are so excited to be able to share this with you. We love you guys. Welcome to our second episode of our Life on Mission series of our podcast. So this summer we took students to Alaska, Louisiana, and Camp Lighthouse. And in this series, we are going to be talking about how can we use what we learned on these trips in everyday life? Because we don't want to just simply go on a mission trip for one week out of the summer, but we want to genuinely live our life on mission. Joining me this morning, I have one of our students, Meredith. Meredith, tell me a little bit about your experience with student life. I'm Meredith Hughes. I'm a freshman at Centennial. Uh, I've been coming to Mount Pisgah for about 10 years, and I absolutely love being part of student life. It's my highlight of every week, every Wednesday, Sunday. It's so fun. Um, I'm on the praise team and the speaking team, and I love every second of it. The people, the leaders, like, they're, they're so devoted, and it's so cool. Thanks, Meredith. Can you tell me a little bit about the trip to Louisiana this summer? Where did you see God moving? So, this summer, I had the amazing opportunity to go to Lake Charles, Louisiana with the Student Life for their middle school mission trip. I cannot explain the amount of love poured in to this service by these middle schoolers. It was baffling. They worked so hard and they put so much effort into serving that community. Like, it was amazing. And we talked about having active faith and putting faith into action. And that was a really substantial topic because I never realized how crucial both of those were to like having servant's heart and serving Christ. On this trip, there were two particular guys that stood out to me. I could see how God was using them to serve the kingdom in literally every way. There was not a moment where they were saying, they weren't saying, like, what can I do? How can I help? Like, it was crazy. They were never distracted from the mission and, like, why we were there. They were never like, can we not do this? Like, I'm bored. Like, it, they were like, all right, what's next? Like, like, come on, God. Like, where are we going next? And it was so cool. They were either, like, up on ladders and chipping paint and cutting wood. Like, they were doing all this stuff. Or they were, like, running around a park with a seven-year-old they'd, like, just met. It was so cool. And it made me so happy to see God, like, turn these guys who I've grown up with into, like, amazing young men of Christ. I could not ask for better brothers in Christ. They're literally so cool. They taught me that no matter the challenge, God will always provide ways for you to serve him and grow his kingdom. Like, there's so many ways, and he's never just going to be like, all right, you're done. Like, you can go home. Like, you're, you served enough. And that's just, like, crazy to me because... He, there's always something else that we can do. As Christians, it's our job to spread God's word. Like, 
obviously that's like our whole mission. That's kind of the point of like life on mission, we're trying to serve, we're trying to help, but we're not there to really rescue, which is why a lot of the times we'll go on mission trips and we'll come back and be like, well, we just like swooped in there and saved them and now we are leaving and so like my mission's done. That is so not true. God like calls for us to go on mission and then come back on mission, come back and stay on mission. Like it doesn't end once you drive back into the church parking lot. Like you're still going. Like your entire life is your mission. That's why God put us on this earth. And like there's so many opportunities that we don't even think about. Like to serve right in our community. Like so many. And the Mount Pisgah does such a good job of providing like things for students to do. And things for adults to do. And things for even like the little kids to do that just like serves the community and helps so well but it doesn't have to be just through church like it doesn't have to be like oh my mom's making me go to this church thing like uh whatever but I don't know it's just like so cool to watch people around you like serve and then hear what God's calling you to do and serve in all kinds of different ways like you don't have to just like go serve at a soup kitchen like it's not just that it's there's so many ways that God tells us we can serve Personally, I want to use the skills that I gained from going on that trip to keep serving in the community and trying to embody Christ, like, everywhere I go. I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, yeah, she goes to church. Cool. I want them to see God in me and be like, oh, my gosh, like, she's such a light in my life. She's so respectful. She loves everyone. She doesn't judge, and she's not rude. Obviously, I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes. But I don't want to be that girl that's like, oh, she's me. I want to be that girl that's like, She's so cool, I can talk to her, and she's going to, like, pray over me. And she's going to love me no matter what. Because who are we to not love people the way God loved us? Like, he made such an ultimate sacrifice, and we're just going to be like, "Mm, no, you don't deserve that, because everyone does. No one's better than anyone else. God's better than all of us, and that's just that. So, I don't know. I just think it's really cool to help people and be that girl that everyone wants to be around. Not because she's popular, but because she's kind and she's embodies Christ and like she lets Christ lived in her letting Christ into our life is so hard (laughs) guys there are so many times when I just want to be like you know what God you're not helping like you're making this really hard for me just I got this like like just I got this which is so not true like we have to let him like Jesus take the wheel like we gotta let him take control of our lives because we cannot do it alone we will fail because we're people like we're not perfect that's the whole point of us that's why Jesus died for us for our sins because we're gonna make mistakes and if we go to him for those things then like we're all good and we work through them with him and we don't let them happen again but back to the active faith and faith in action kind of thing we use that a lot on the mission trip and I want to see like I want people to see God like in me and I want like them to be like oh like she's using faith in everything like she's not just like goes to church and worships it worships and comes home and she's like done like no she uses it like throughout her life active faith is going to God and saying like what's your plan for me today who can I talk to who can I like show your love to who can I like reach out to and just be like hey are you doing okay and That's what active faith is because that's going to God and being like, all right, what's the plan? Let's do this thing. Like, let's, let's go. Let's get the ball rolling. 
faith in action is actually doing like going up to that person that's sitting alone and saying hey like how's it going I don't think we've met like are you enjoying this class and just be that bubbly person that everyone likes and everyone knows that is that loves God and serves God because they love him God loves us so much and he will do absolutely anything for us. He wants us to like show people that because he loves us so much so we have to love other people the same way. It's our mission to let God come and mess with us and give him control. I promise he knows what he's doing. Wow, Meredith, thank you so much for sharing all of that and just inviting us into your experience. So Meredith talked about this concept of faith and works and and how they go together. So I want to read to you guys from James 2. We're going to start in verse 14. This is all about faith with and without works. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and be filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one and you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend by God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. So from the scripture, we see that faith without works or action is dead, but also action without the sustaining faith behind them are also dead. You need both. When you have faith and a relationship with Jesus, it changes every ounce of who you are. It changes how you think, view yourself, and view the world. It changes how you act and how you treat people. And those are the works. When Jesus is in your heart and moving in your life, there is growth. There is fruit. Over the summer, spending time with God is either really easy because you have so much more flexibility, or it's much harder because you're busy or just out of your regular routine. But as we enter back into school this year, it is so critical that we are letting our faith change us, that we are letting God have authority over our thoughts and actions. If we try to live this life on mission without first giving God control over our lives, then the mission will have just been for us. However, if we start at the right place and invite the Lord to move and to speak to us, then that is how we truly live life on mission. Like we talked about last episode with the story in Alaska, Lucas heard the Holy Spirit nudge him to talk to that family and it had an incredible ripple effect. Meredith heard the Holy Spirit in Louisiana in a moment when our team needed extra encouragement. She stepped up with boldness and shared what God was putting on her heart. Both of these moments were possible because these students were listening to God. They were asking him to move and to be present. And so he did. Their faith led to these beautiful moments of action that shaped these trips. 
As you go throughout your day today, I challenge you to invite the Holy Spirit into it. As you walk through the halls, ask who you can talk to. Ask which one of your friends or teachers might need a little extra encouragement. Ask how you can serve your parents or your family today. The Lord is moving all around us all the time, and he wants us to join in on that. Thank you for tuning in and joining us on this journey of living life on mission. We love you.